the bat. Number one rule of rap, tell them what your name is. Number oh. two rule of rap, tell them what you're here to say. Okay, wait. I'm Heather Mack, and I'm here to say that everybody's here to make fun of this terrible music with me. Hey, your turn. Um, your turn. Fuck. Uh, come on. Come on. My name's Mike Dunn, and I'm here to say I like to rap in a rapping way. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very, 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 very special guest in here with us, the incredible VQ of the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers. Uh, why doesn't she start out with a nice little uh, give me, give me a couple bars. Uh, my name's VQ, and my parents raised me better. <laughs> <laughs> my people suffered enough. <laughs> I can't. Something we'll talk about is like mediocrity is something that <laughs> I was taught to not do, so I can't do it. You know. <laughs> Well, mediocrity is our birthright here as, you know, us being white people here. And um, the show is essentially about white mediocrity. This, that's what I was realizing. I was taking notes. I was like, this whole podcast should just be called white people. Make it stop, please. <laughs> because it's there's we haven't we haven't critiqued any uh, artists of color at this point. Right. I, I mean, there's a they're out Broken, there. Is Broken Side. Were they kind of like. I Maybe Hispanic. So. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, I mean, D Dizzy Rascal was an option. Yeah, but we was didn't. Not yeah, chosen. Wasn't chosen. So we are we're here today because we're all you know experts in some way in the field of white nonsense. I uh, you know am a white rapper, in fact, and there are definitely some some lines that we're going to listen to that I've you know that uh, I've probably said nah, not, not, actually nothing nearly as bad as this, but well, <laughs> I have a lot to reckon with here. This is a, this is a day of reckoning for yeah. me. I'm in a band, uh, you know, as a as a white hip hop artist. So what the what the fuck am I doing? Um, this was a cringe tacular experience, and definitely is having me reconsider a lot of things about my life. But um, yeah. I mean, Heather, I got out the rap game. As you know. <laughs> it's actually fucked up. I don't share this with a lot of people, but my nickname VQ was in middle school. Me and my little group of white friends and like six grade oh came god. up with rapper names <gasps> and vq was my rapper name oh, oh my god yeah, but i don't tell wow. a lot of people the origin story oh, no. <laughs> i uh, was uh, bill brasky of course yep oh yeah i'm the volga volva which is kind of a great name and you know what whatever we will <laughs> Look, solo I, sex is good we, right? we're good solo we're good. good we're fine we're fine but, I mean, you we're know, there's, acceptable there's little there's little lines here and there that Hickory dickory duck. Let me see what you got. Yeah, there's some bad ones. Yeah. I was I was picking out a few of them. I was like, is this worse than what we're listening to? <laughs> I mean, I've been making fun of of the of those particular lyrics for years. But it's, it's true. So and so we're we're experts on white nonsense <laughs> because we are the white people that are that are you know producing nonsense in the world. And VQ, uh, my dear friend here, uh, yeah, you're an expert because you I just have, have to deal yeah. with us. I feel like yeah, I have a lot of experience with white people. I was raised with white people. People. So I know their ways. I know their customs. I feel like I have some insight into the psyche of white people that, you know, maybe some people of color don't get to experience. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that along with like a formal education in studying white nonsense. Um, <laughs> is there a PhD? Major? Yeah. Woman studies, if done right, is basically like white nonsense. Like, where to start? How do we stop it? You know. Uh, and so that's really prepared me for today. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's that's poetic. I I'm thrilled to have you here on the show. Obviously, my fellow wrestler, 
um, and wonderful human and an expert, really, you know, an anthropologist when it comes to white fuckery. And because our podcast almost deals entirely in white fuckery, um, this particular week, we decided to focus even more explicitly on... Um, so this week, we asked you, our, our faithful... Our faithful stoppies to uh, to to vote between four choices uh, of terrible white rap, uh, you know, slices of white life uh, for us to analyze. Um, and we gave you we gave you a couple choices, and you all uh, chose Kevin Federline playing with fire. So, I mean, like this is cons- a lot of people on the internet will tell you like this is the worst album ever. In fact, it actually. It was the lowest rated album on music review aggregator Metacritic. The yeah. lowest rated album. It got a 15. Oh, dang. Well, doesn't doesn't that aggregation because a lot of people gave it more people gave it attention, probably more attention than a shitty rap album would get because he was Britney Spears' husband. Well, and that's what we're learning here. It's kind of like the Facebook algorithm, right? It's yeah. like the more attention you pay to something, the more you see it, yeah. and the more you see it as terrible when actually, well, you know, we'll see for yourself. D- don't yeah. get me wrong. This is a bad album made by a, a bad person. Um, it's bad music. It makes me feel bad. Um, yeah. but I, just, I just feel like maybe people have more reason to be spiteful toward Kevin Federline, you know, than, than any other mediocre white rapper. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, because he ran away with our collective fantasy girlfriend. He did. He did. That's what happened. And he he and was he the did. ultimate Chad. And, and the ultimate sucked. scumbag. He didn't deserve her. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. I mean, she she was like the, the pinnacle of like, you know, American dream, you know, dream date excess. She's like a you virgin, w- but she's like a slut too. Yep. God. These early two thousand. This is this is these, we were navigating some murky waters. Yeah. Um, I was definitely right at the the correct age for that baby one more time video to to hit me hard in the puberty. Hit me, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. It really. Indeed. That was a game changer for me. Where Dick grew three sizes that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish. So this album, yeah, it it was actually produced, executive produced by Miss Spears herself. So. Kevin Federline, which Mary means Britney she paid Spears. for all this bullshit. She paid. That's for what executive producer means. Exactly. So she produced it. She paid for it, um, and she filed for divorce within one week of its release. <laughs> Says a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's why this thing is notor- is notorious, yeah. right? Because in a lot of ways, as you'll see, it's so generic. It's it's virtually indistinguishable from a lot of other terrible rap that has that has come out over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of mindless, uh, monotonous rap. Um, but but it was particularly special because he ran away with our girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He is like the embodiment of scumbag Steve in real life. <laughs> um, before that meme was even a meme. Um, and Star Jackson, we can't forget. Oh yeah, so he. So part of the drama was because there would have been drama either way. He's a backup dancer. Like what the heck? 
but he there's varying reports but basically the way the public saw it is he left his pregnant girlfriend who he was engaged right. with his right. fiance with right. his second child with her to be with Britney Spears yeah. basically right. Britney Spears was like oh I like you and Kevin like called up Star Jack and was like uh sorry baby sorry she's got money Shay Joe. she's famous um yeah well and he was he was a backup dancer that was what made him yeah. you know famous uh was that he was a backup dancer um for like Janet Jackson and stuff like that and you know kind of a good dance I found out that he he dropped out of high school in ninth grade you don't say yeah I know right uh he dropped out of high school in ninth grade and he uh joined some dance troupe that was like for troubled youth you know what heather i was thinking i was like being in the business we're in of like you know working with the youth and empowering them through the arts or other means like that's what Kevin Federline was. <laughs> Kevin Federline was like he was, was like, at risk. He was, he was no, no, exactly. That's it was exactly a non-profit right. Called, That's like, exactly dance right. Empowerment. And That's exactly right. California. So think about it. Like BQ. And his dad was like a car, like a auto mechanic, and his mom was a banker. So like he was like you know white, probably lower middle class like kid. Like this nonprofit like helped him become a dancer. It's true. And he danced for like Justin Timberlake, and you know what I mean. So really, he had a success story until Britney Spears and him <laughs> got together, and then it was like. Like, oh, you left her pregnant. Right. Say, for right. And then in the public eye, like, she, you know, lost her shit, basically. Like, she they, did. They were doing so, some hard drugs. Yep. You know? they, yeah. She Have shamed. you ever watched Chaotic? Chaotic. Oh. Because that is endlessly more entertaining than this album. I, I may, everybody who's out there listening to this podcast needs to go and watch Chaotic if you have not. I mean, it's just 20 minutes of them, like, smearing lipstick all over each other. <laughs> and, like, Clearly on Molly. I've never seen it, but I've seen this clip on YouTube of her being like, "What's what, what was the name of that movie?" Yeah, yep, yep. This is yep. That's from <laughs> is that, that real? Is that real? <laughs> you know, talking about like, are dinosaurs real or something like that? <laughs> no, yeah. talking about time travel. Oh yeah. Back to the Future. Do you think that's real? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So so Kevin Federline like swo- swooped and in. She goes, "I'm confused, cuz <laughs> is that real? What's the name of that movie?" I'm sorry. It's like my favorite. It's my favorite thing that Britney Spears has ever done. It, it really is the best. It really is the best. So maybe, maybe this was a good thing after all. Probably, it's still not. Um, but like, yeah, Britney Spears. What were you doing? He was just the first guy that like gave her weed. Like I don't know. What, yeah, we like, talked about. Yeah, it's a, it's a Tanya Harding story. Oh, I feel like you know the yeah. first guy who yeah, uh, paid attention to her. Yeah. Well, Although, I mean, actually, that Justin. Can't, that can't be true. Yeah, I mean, Justin. Many, many men paid attention. She was with to her. Justin before yeah, him. That's true. You remember, she married like this guy from her high school. That like, more white nonsense. Her in Vegas, like she had this dude from high school, like her hometown, visit her when she was in Vegas. Yeah, married for like forty-eight hours. Yep. So, girl, basically, you know, she was. I think his love. name was Jason Alexander. It was, it was the same. <laughs> You're remembering it because of the side. Because <laughs> right? the side. Dude, I mean, honestly, Britney Spears was also like an at-risk youth that yeah. happened to get famous. Yeah. No, know, like, that was pimped out by her parents yeah. Yeah. to get famous, who then who then actually took over her life and her financial, uh, yeah. Anyway. But she had a dark night of the soul that we all got to see. We yeah. did, and, and I actually really loved that, like, punk rock, umbrella-wielding Britney. I mean, that was... Yeah. Uh, anyway, but we have to talk about fucking Kevin Federline. We That's what we're here to do. And I guess there's no better way than to just get into it, guys. Is that do we feel like we've given enough context? We've oh, established yeah. the scene. Uh, yeah. I think okay. So. Hit All right. So we're gonna hit so, him with the first track here. Aptly named "The World Is Mine." <laughs> uh. I'm a pirate on the seas. Call me Captain Hook. Everything belongs to me. Every cranny and nook. Every rock. Every bird. Every animal in it. Disrespect, it ain't, I 
get cannibal with it. You thought Peter Pan had life stories and fairy tales. I walk through the concrete jungle with just a scale. I'm a hell of weed. <laughs> References to like selling to, drugs. Yeah, and like and like pot and like you know packing heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. He said he has like a nine for him and his wife, like in one of the songs. <laughs> yeah, Britney Spears is not carrying actually, you know a gun. What? I think she is when <laughs> she goes not. back home to Louisiana. Maybe. Yeah, actually, you know, I, I, she probably I does. That. She probably goes to the range kind of time. That beat slaps though. Can I? Let's yeah, be honest agreed. here. Like agreed. That it's it's he's. I he's, mean, the beat slaps, but like his first rhyme out the <laughs> gate is rhyming something with fucking cranny and nook. Like oh, no, nothing more gangster. Rhyming, than that. I'm in Captain Hook with oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, I'm I'm like, like Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Well, when he did the when he starts with pirate reference, I was like, this could actually be a good children's rap album if he would have just stayed making it about being a pirate. Because I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of cute. Like, <laughs> he does have two children. With, he does, um, and it starts off kind of cute. He's on beat, you know. If he would have gone that route, yeah, that's true. You know, but then it, you know, again, I think his biggest crime is when he brings up drugs and guns because it's like we know that's not true, boo boo. Like we well, the see drugs you. he does the drugs. I don't think he yeah he's not selling the drugs. he's getting high in his own supply. For he's sure. not selling drugs. No, he you does not have the discipline called just for that. doing drugs. Maybe he sees himself as Britney's drug dealer, and this is like oh, a really no. meta album, and we're just not getting oh, it right. Like so maybe yucky. like that's what he's talking about. Is like I am. Who is pimping who? Who this, is pimping this is actually who? The question. I mean, I Who's think everybody's pimping. Unfortunately, they're just. It's definitely using Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's the most, and she's though. being pimped out also by her you know, parents. It's it's a mess. Um, but yeah, he's definitely like, you know, he's doing like a 50 cent thing. He's he's just cribbing. He's just, just doing the whole 50 cent flow. I was noticing there's a lot of phasers. Like the album is phaser central. Like those. Oh, the foo. Yeah. Um, I said, like, I mean, the whole song, just the concept of this song, the world is mine, right? Like, it's so appropriate because, like, the world is Kevin Federline's. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be. It was for, but, like, five but, seconds. But it fucking is. No, but listen, he's part, he's, he's taken this and turned this into his own little reality TV show empire. I mean, he's, I mean, he's basically getting paid for being fat on TV. God, that, talk about the American dream. Yeah. What is, wait, what is he on now? He's celebrity still on fit TV? club and shit like he's on still? he just yeah he got he got sent back for they they had something no in like australia recently he had like some heart palpitations can they, they redraft like, you can they yeah, be like I, you I, have I, to come back is that in you're the not contract? fit enough you're fat we saw it come we know back. we know it's true um yeah no i don't i don't think we like i don't know how that works but the point i think he was on dancing with the stars i mean dude has dude has turned this into his own fucking empire and the fact is i mean the world is yours in the sense that the world is made for mediocre fucking white men to just yeah. have so many chances. Well, and we've been through this I know. time and time again on this show. That's This is mediocre white men in the show. <laughs> uh, but he also, he says, like, at one point, he says, like, you know, so, uh, the world is mine to the Caribbean Sea. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like the hook. It's like a fucking colonist's anthem. <laughs> like, well, I think it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't read it that brands. way. <laughs> hip hop is all about grand statements right so it's like right. for him he's like you know if i'm gonna perform if i'm gonna be hip-hop if i'm gonna like be authentic then that means like i have to you know it means i'm the best even when you're not and that's what i think is hard about people's perceptions of hip-hop and or what it takes to be a hip-hop artist is i need to boast i'm the best even when i know i'm fucking not right like, right and it's that, all about that uh, confidence yeah that, exactly unearned confidence right undeserved undeserved uh, unearned yeah. confidence also a, hall, a hallmark of the show <laughs> that's really Really, I just it, I it it took this episode to get me to actually realize that that every single it's just white nonsense. The show, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he also rhymes bad guy with bad guy. Like, you're not Cameron, dude. <laughs> no, only Cameron Take can do Take a step that. back. He clearly loves Dipset, though. He says in another song that he's got Jewels Ju- like Santana. But he pronounces it Jules. I've got Jules like Santana. He tried. It probably works for his. No, life. actually, he didn't try. <laughs> I'm wondering who ghost wrote these songs for him. Yeah. He mentions Jeezy at one point in the song that he's hanging with Jeezy. And then he even does like a little like, yeah, like Jeezy voice. I think maybe <laughs> Young Jeezy might have ghost written this album. Because honestly, the flow is kind of on point. I was yeah, wondering who I gotta made say the that. beats. Um, JR, some, some, not so JR I, from Dipset, some, some okay, white guy. Actually, okay, I did look this up because I remember one dude, I couldn't really find a lot about him, but the other dude oh my God, is VQ. someone who he went to, so one of the producers, I think just for Playing With Fire actually, which we will get to enjoy at some point, hopefully. Um, so basically he helped with the album, but Playing With Fire was his main song. He went to Berkeley. Oh. I was like, you went to Berkeley, my dude? Like, a lot of, and you made playing with A lot of assholes go to Berkeley. Exactly. That proved <laughs> yeah. a lot. That proved a lot for me. I'm sorry, Berkeley, any Berkeley yeah. listeners. But that that was like, oh, shit. Because also, I then in- read he gets a lot of respect because people are like, oh, in hip-hop, people like him because they're like, oh, you know, he's not like your typical hip-hop guy who just like does the beat boops on the computer. Like, he yeah. has instruments. Yeah. Right. I mean, the thing is, is that this song, alongside pretty much all of the songs on this album, it's like the beat is is pretty good. Like the the, the rhymes are, are yeah. like the rhymes are not complicated or interesting or in any way like elevated above the like basic generic you know hip hop rhymes. But they're not terrible, right. and the flow is is decent. Like he slips up you know a few times, but the flow is pretty decent. And it's mostly just what makes people angry. I think about this and why my you know my my faithful stoppy is why you chose this for us probably is because it just makes you angry that it that it happened or that like the idea of this album is so infuriating but actually listening to it i don't know i don't know i I don't know is the hate deserved we'll see let's get into the next uh song actually perfect timing is the hate deserved this song is called (laughs) america's most hated tight with every rhyme i built a kingdom down the street from pepperdine this marijuana got me heavily sedated i'm kevin federline america's most hated i'm here now i know y'all been waiting america's most hated i know all about you you're mad that i made it well, um, is he singing? Is he rapping the hook? Yeah. It doesn't sound like him. It sounds like Young Jeezy. It, it does. does sound like he doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I'm hearing Kevin Federline, and sometimes I'm like, is this someone else? It just does not sound like him. Yeah. I gotta say, rhyming uh, Federline with Pepperdine, actually kind of fresh. <laughs> that was a nice high red <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like that. Is he talking yeah, about was, the university? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. He was definitely doing some like Eminem era, like slant rhyme this whole time. You know, like, tsunami and coming for me. Like, yeah. that, that's yeah. not. That's Sure. I'm not going to give you that M&M one. M&M reaches. Pepperdine University students must have been very excited for the reference. Yeah, how how often? The only time Pepperdine ever gets mentioned in a rap song is if it rhymes with the name of the rapper. Kevin Federline. That's it. <laughs> Which is this rapper, the only one. I mean, I don't know if anybody was excited about this because one thing that we didn't say is that he went on tour for this album Ooh, was, and he performed... Hurt, to an estimated audience of 300 out of a oh. total seating capacity of 1,500 for his opening night with only one-third of the attendees, so one-third of the 300 remaining by the end of the concert. Yikes. And so I guess they... And then later, many of the tickets for the show at the House of Blues in Chicago were actually given away for free, and then the rest of the dates were canceled. Uh. So, like, this actually... 
like it wasn't just sort of hated. It was like really, really fucking hated. I don't even know if it's hated. It's just like who gives a fuck. No, I mean I think it was hated. No, but it, it was, it was really. Disgusting. I, I think people hated Kevin Federline, and this was just something that he did. I that just they mean can like hate. the concerts, like not attending a concert. You know what I mean? Like I think if people hated him enough, I think they still would have attended the concert just to be like, I want to see this dick. I don't know. Can you imagine <laughs> admitting to your, saying to your friend, "Oh, I'm going to see Kevin Federline in concert"? Yeah, because you're gonna no. go boo, or you're gonna like I don't know, like. That's still. Like, you suck. Like, leave Britney alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that people... Pe- <laughs> leave Britney alone? Dude, Chris Crocker, like, got more views on, like, in the That's first true. day of his fucking... Chris Crocker's like, probably making more money off Britney than Kevin Federline is Oh, guaranteed. Point. Guaranteed. T-shirts. Absolutely. Stickers. Thousand percent. Appearances. <laughs> Another thing worth noting about this song is that this was his entrance I theme. wish Kevin listened to Chris Crocker. Jesus, <laughs> just leave her, alone. leave her alone. Leave all of us alone. Go ahead. Sorry. This was uh, Kevin Federline's entrance theme when he was uh, wrestling on WWE. WWE Monday Night Raw. This is a good entrance song for wrestling, actually. Yeah. This is a very good wrestling. I watched the clip. I watched his match with John Cena, uh, which first, the first thing that jumped out to me is that John Cena... Really doing the deep dive <laughs> for Kevin Federline. Oh, let uh, it be known, guys. More than we, it's deserved, but let's do it. Yeah, this is how much we love our fans, apparently. I'll use any excuse to watch Yeah, wrestling, that's really what honestly. it is. Uh, it, uh... It, first of all, it jumped out to me that, that John Cena is the exact same character and the exact same look in every way that he was in 2006. Yep. Uh, which is crazy. He is a human action figure. But uh, yeah, people were booing the shit out of Kevin Federline. People, people it's crazy. Is he supposed to be a heel? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy oh. knowing, uh, you know, the reaction Cena gets now and just seeing pe- everyone like creaming their pants and screaming for Cena <laughs> and, and just booing the shit out of Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline came out and he was wearing like a, a, a boxer's robe um, and Johnny Mundo or what's his name he was Johnny Nitro at the time basically he spent almost the whole match like going back into the corner and like adding more boxing gear like he put some boxing gloves on and then he put like a boxing like helmet on amazing and he kept stalling for time and but I think the only moves he did was he put Cena in a headlock he did it and he did a test of strength with Cena which he actually somehow got Cena down in the test of strength and then uh, uh, and then eventually Umaga came in and, and beat down John Cena and he got an easy pin thank you for that expository segment. I just want to say the whole time, <laughs> the whole time the crowd was booing the shit out of him and he got such a reaction that they almost hired him full time in, in WWE. That's he impressive. He almost got a contract. He must just have a, he, this is just that sleazy douchebag that like, you know, your friend dates and they're always like, well, you just don't see him the way I do, you oh, know? Yeah, no. perfect. Yeah, I think that is literally what real. Brittany said. She was uh, like, yeah. You don't know what we have. You don't know, oh yeah, oh that's on that song that they do. Alright, yeah. so should we get on to the next song? Let's you know. Wait, do I have any other notes on this? No, I got got so sidetracked talking about wrestling. Oh, I just wanted. I got one more thing. Yeah. Uh, The line I could drop. I could probably drop a shit and fly. (laughs) (laughs) Just presented without comment. I just, I just also, I like this persecution complex about like being hated for being a white rapper is so fucking irritating. (laughs) Like, excuse me, like no one held a fucking gun to your head and told you you had to be a mediocre white rapper. Like, I wish, I wish somebody held a gun to your head and told you to do anything but this, like the opposite of this. Just sit in the corner and and read a book. You know, that's not why people hate you, Kevin Federline. Yeah, they hate you because you're trash. Moving on. Should we? Should we? Any other notes, VQ? Um, No, they can wait. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. This one is Snap. Please make it snappy. I need 
your order, you better run like an athlete. When Kev touched down like an end zone, snap ballet, man, park the end zone. Without a scratch, and this a fact. The rap game was locked until I broke the latch. Please remember the name KFED. I ain't even dropped the media won't care. Please remember the name KFED. Please. I think he said to remember the name Kev Fed. Because <laughs> then he's like, the media won't care dead. Oh, God. <laughs> Ugh. Stop. I think it's one of those things where flatter yourself. America definitely thought you were annoying as fuck. Like they like loved kind of love hate maybe, but like no one hated you in like a actual like fuck I hate Kevin Federline. You know what I mean? I feel like some hardcore Britney fans maybe did. That's true. They that's true. Hardcore Britney fans probably did. Um but yeah, it's almost like unearned kind of like this his idea of his importance. Persecution complex. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's it's of course it is. And he also just like everything else, unearned. He also fires a lot of shots to the pa- the paparazzi in his lyrics, and I feel like no one. I, I bet he's no desperate one, for some fucking paparazzi. Yeah, no one would be listening to this album if it weren't for the paparazzi. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. True. I think you know what's sad is like part of me. I don't know. I have like a very soft heart because I was like reading interviews, and it's like I think part of it is that he thought with this, like maybe this album will make people take me seriously. Because I couldn't tell. I was like, did he release this album knowing people are gonna hate, listen, and hate by it, or was he actually thinking this might get me some legitimacy? Like, I think he was thinking this is gonna get me some yeah. legitimacy. I mean, certainly I Britney would like... not have thrown the money at it if he didn't. She didn't. She was obviously completely dickmatized. Like, believe that this guy was like. <laughs> fucking second coming well it was just you know? a coke dream Literally. oh yeah it was just a coke dream they were on coke one night and he was like I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a hip hop album baby and, she, and she's like yes <laughs> I, I, wow I got, I got the money I can give you for that <laughs> fucking, so much money that's what it was you know like you know, when if you all could, of our Coke is, dreams, we need like a Coke dream GoFundMe just to make the world more hilarious. <laughs> make a wish. Make a Coke dream. We need dream. to make a wish for make Coke, a Coke dreams. Dream. We actually don't. Please. <laughs> it's like the least no, deserving. But this um, is definitely like, this is the second Coke dream album we've done in a row yeah. after, after uh, Victim, Victim of, of Love. Love. Yeah. Oh, I did, not in a row because we did the shags, but yeah. That was that was another one. I feel like you know. I feel like a lot of bad stuff is born from from coke dreams come true. When you yeah. have the money to make your coke dreams come true, this is what happens. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I mean, this song you didn't hear it because uh, we could only play a clip of it. Um, but there's the chorus is like, "Man, I just snap." Yeah. It oh, yeah. sounds like Snoop. Snoop. OJ the Juice Man. Oh, I yeah. thought OJ the Juice I, Man. Or it could have been an OJ the Juice Man, man but I, I also snap. kept thinking, "I just snap." Hey, bye, bye. Um, but I, yeah, no, I, I was thinking it was kind of like a Snoop. Actually, no, I think "Dance with the Pimp" is the big Snoop aping oh, yeah. song. Oh, Dance with the Pimp. But it's, no. it's like you know. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, I don't know. I thought the snaps- I definitely started bumping to the song, and I hated yeah, myself. Yeah, the beat slap. It's really yeah, good. The beat- Man, I just slap. Well, the, it. the snap yeah. to me sounded kind of like a little Muppet chorus, like snap. Like, it was kind of like that cute little voice, you know what I mean? I just kind of imagined, That's adorable. like... That's adorable. I know, I was like, oh, you know, like, not too bad. I just snap. I just snap. Even though I was like, actually, you know what the first thing I thought was? And I was like, oh, I have a problem. Was the first, he makes a reference to basically, like, being in the club and to, like, the waiter of the bar service. He just snaps and they bring him a drink. And all I could think was, is that is incredibly rude. Do not snap at your waist. Oh my god! Ever. And it's so white. It's yeah, just so. It's such a fucking unexamined white life to like think that you can just snap at people. Oh yeah, ridiculous. no, I saw that. That was what this whole thing is about. It's like, like I snap too, and people do what that I want them to, to do. Yeah, it's fucked up. Workers' rights. <laughs> 
aspect. All right. So should we get into Lose Control, which is the next track that was actually his single? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think so we so that was the that was the one that he actually performed live. I think it was at Teen, Teen Choice Awards. Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> oh my God. VQ. VQ, you need to be a recurring guest. I we've never had a yeah. guest VQ's be running so circles around us with this prepared. I don't know. You we do this, not this, deserve. That's the sound of like of 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 like three stapled together Multiple. packets of information about <laughs> fucking Kevin Federline. This is why VQ works at M- me and MIT. Heather, me and Heather, we listen to the album once or twice, and then we go to the Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's enough. <laughs> it's true. I'm, I'm listen, ashamed. I was, I was raised by immigrants. This is also part of our episode. And we're right, you know. That's, that's, <laughs> I know. I've just been fucking phoning it in. We've been coasting this whole time. God damn it. It's so <laughs> Now we're exposed. You can make a make it stop about make it stop. Oh, my oh God. no. <laughs> oh jeez. Reflection. All right. So let's let's listen to this. This one this one was the single. Yeah. The attempt. This is the one with the music video. Not a single. Which is worth watching. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's it's just one it's, it's just him <laughs> in a crowd of people at some like totally generic Daytona Beach fucking club. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's not worth watching. All right. <laughs> so you're like, that doesn't uh take away from my point. Guys, all right, let's listen to uh Lose Control. We're getting into broken side territory I, with this one. I think. There were a few songs on this yeah. album that veered into broken side territory. This was definitely one of them. It's still it's still way better than broken side though. Honestly, like I do, <laughs> I'm disappointed that this album was not worse. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting. Agreed. Like, yeah, Stoppies, this is a lesson to you. Don't just pick the album that you, you know the most, or the person you hate the most, or the person you hate the most. You really gotta, you really gotta dig deep on the on these ones. Yeah. But I'm shocked. It got such bad reviews. It was so low on rate your music. The Stoppies wanted this so bad, but honestly, like I find my my head bobbing to every song in this album. Yeah, I know it's passable. It makes me feel gross. Yeah, I if feel that's what you wanted, gross. Stoppies. You know. Yeah, I don't feel. Congratulations, good. but um, I, I definitely don't feel good. But it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I have the hiccups. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking when I was listening to this. I remember I popped a little bit of rock and roll, and I was like, Oh yeah. You know what? Like, leave rock and roll alone. Like, you're already like. I think devil tap dancing. Well, he's just that's just flexing his white privilege muscles. You know, it's like, hey, well, if I don't like this genre, I can just like slide on over or he's to like to I this genre, just like fucking Miley Cyrus and like all these other you know white art artists that have just you know tried to ape. Black yeah. culture uh, yeah. as a commodity and I will a costume. He then has like, the guitar loop in the background. So right. It's like thematically, it made sense for him to say it. Which but it's I give really him for. all it is yeah, is the like, guitar going like. Wah! Which is worse, this or Lil Wayne? <laughs> oh wow, Rebirth. Rebirth. Oh, Rebirth is way worse. We have to. We're do that definitely. Album. Yeah. <laughs> Rebirth is Rebirth is a hundred times worse than this album. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stoppies. I'm not. I'm not impressed with Kevin Federline uh, in terms of like this is this it's is just, like it's bad, but not a crime. Yeah. Right. There right, are real let's... crimes out there. <laughs> Committed by white people all the time. This is rude. All right, let's um, let's listen. I guess to the next one then, right? What does that feel okay? This is dance with a pimp. Yes, Yes, finally, my favorite. (laughs) This is the Snoop one. This is yeah. (laughs) This is the banger. Definitely. All right. Uh, let's let's do this. The freaks leave with two or three, then I hit Zuma Beach. 
I see y'all been sipping your haterade. I'm hacking and pimping from day to day. Baby girl, wanna dance with a pimp? Dance with a pimp? Drop it like it's hot. And the attitude drops like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Like hot. want to give it to you. That's yeah, you're what right. that is. You're right. That's what that is. It's also very like uh, transparently aping 50 Cent though with that like quote unquote Eastern like You know what I listened to afterward to like cleanse my palate and then it kind of dirtied my palate again because it's actually <laughs> really misogynistic. Uh, Big Pimpin'. Oh. Because you know the yep. Because that like flute, that Middle Eastern. Or like we get an Arab money. Middle Eastern yeah. flute music that finds its way. But like, then I listened to that and I was like, oh, this is a good song. And then I listened to lyrics again. And then I was like, oh, this is good. Um, and then I listened to like Jean Grey. But anyway, that's <laughs> yeah. what, there was definitely some homages going on. Yeah. And a little bit of like Magic Stick too. Like, oh yeah. Mm. Um, it was Scott Storch. He, he did all those like Eastern flavored beats. Yeah. And now his life is ruined. Google it. What? Wait, really? Yeah. Scott Storch is just like uh, not working at all he's very unhealthy and very drug addicted and uh, very well he commodified commodified a terrible like caricature of what like Arabic music sounds like as like the backbone to all of the overproduced trash that he put out so maybe he deserves to be sad you know rappers get a lot of shit sometimes for like renting their chains you know and like Mm. and like faking faking the, the, the the flex in their videos and stuff but you know, Scott Storch is a good example of what happens if you do buy all your chains and then things just don't work out the way you want them to. Yeah. Or marry Britney Spears. That's yeah. Drop. You could do that. that. Real you could do that. Or yeah. just be if a white only, man in America. If only Scott Storch married Britney Spears, he could have <laughs> kept out. it going. Wow. All right. Should we keep it going? Should we go on to the next one? This is, uh, a, Jesus, another very appropriate title. Um, for this one, this is this is called privilege. Oh, this is so good. Also, oh my God, dude. Like, you're just totally... Is he doing that Warren G? Like, ooh, whoa, No, that's whoa. not him. Okay. That's Warren a featured that. player. So somebody else pretending to be Warren G. Yes. Like, the whole thing is just this, like, super, like, you know, obvious... Uh, take on G-Funk, right? I mean, yeah. homeboy, you were not from Compton. He he was from Fresno, okay? Fresno, <laughs> California. Little bit farther away. Um, you know, what What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I feel also, I think, what was this song like? Um, it, it's funny because like this is before, actually what I thought too on like a nerd thing was he's using the term privilege before it kind of has hit the public like discourse. Yeah. Now, like now when people right. hear privilege, they think like, ah, They think privilege? of systems of power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. they think like, oh, snowflake babies. Like, yeah, that blah, blah, too. Blah, blah. Anyway, but <laughs> when he was using it, he meant in like a very positive, like, I'm privileged. No. No, not even. Not even. Because I saw the title and I was like, oh, finally, he's admitting it. But no, he's talking <laughs> about drinking Hennessy VSOP privileged cognac. What? No, yes. he's not. Yes, he is. What? That's I the privilege he refers to is fucking no. Hennessy. No. Yes. Look oh at the lyrics. Okay. Oh I'll believe that, but what I'm, I didn't think he was copying to his privilege in like a sort of double understanding way of like, yeah, guys, I have privilege. Doesn't that suck? I thought he just meant it as like, I'm a privileged bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> like, that's how I thought he meant it. Like, I'm going to drink my privilege now. I don't think he even says the word privilege without it being preceded by the word sipping. Sipping. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he got me with that actually. That actually, I was like, oh, it's I like it's that. catchy, <laughs> just like almost everything else that you've heard so far. It's fucking catchy. Yeah, like I'm, say, I'm sorry I'm a, about it. I'm a little embarrassed for him, but I'm also like, I mean, if you've got like, if you've got Britney Spears money, you better make it like you're gonna make something halfway decent. You know what I mean? Like money, know, money can get you a lot of things, and it can get you a decent beat. Yeah, it definitely did, and it's it can get you like yeah, you can get you a sexy like girlfriend that you can impregnate and then like you know leech off of no he um, just got her money he didn't have he had backup dancer money before that right right um uh, i have another good random fact so he yeah. actually so britney was nice enough in the prenup to let him own half the equity on the home they purchased together what? after they were married yes so what he also f- has that money he has so half he really, equity of his home money. this motherfucker is like a actually Malibu a superstar mansion. you know what k fed he got her good in, for in the you. prenup he got in the prenup boat oh that's good that's good. <sighs> Guys, I don't know what to say about this because this entire album, like, while, like, infuriating in the larger scope of, you know, yeah. you know, being infuriated and yeah. exhausted with white male mediocrity elevated to positions album. of, you know, power and influence that they absolutely don't deserve, it's actually kind of fine. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, it's pretty good. I'm just. I, I wouldn't use the word good. It's I would not rather. Good. I would, <laughs> so I'm not gonna. I would so much rather listen to K Fed than anything else we've ever done on this show. Yeah. Mm. So she, honestly, I'm I'm proud of K Fed for doing this. Honestly, right. I expected I'm, much worse from him. For the last couple songs, listen. There's a song with with Britney Spears. You can listen to it. I guess it's definitely the best song on the album. Um, but it's it's still you know again it's going from you know lame to like slightly less lame but still not bad it's like watching a bad movie like watching like it's not bad enough but like not a so bad it's good movie and we gotta say I think this is the first time that we're gonna fucking overrule you stoppies (gasps) we're we're done with this we're done with this album we can give it a rating we can give it a quick rating what do you want to rate it well actually VQ you're our guest from the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers Uh, what is Um, we need a quantity we need a quantity so it's from zero to negative five zero to negative five of okay. what? Of something. So, for example, uh, for uh, the uh, Bruno, the the, the, the zero to negative five harmonica riffs. Okay. Uh, we did zero to negative five bad decisions for uh, Fair Abraham. Abraham. We did zero to negative five. Uh, I, it had to have been lines of coke for <laughs> for victim uh, of love. John, no, yeah. it was like meat pies. Oh yeah, it was meat pies. That's right. So, was, what do you think? What would the quantity be for this? I'm going to say uh, negative two. Um, I'm gonna say negative two velour jumpsuits. Negative two velour. That him and Brittany were wearing while he was recording this in their Malibu studio. Yes. That's what I'm going to say. Oh my god, yes. I'm doing negative one velour jumpsuits. Wow. I, I don't uh, I don't think this was that bad. This was Listen, fine. I, I'm gonna go one better and I'm giving this a zero. Oh, I'm giving this a true. I'm giving it a true neutral. I am giving this zero velour sweatsuits. It doesn't even deserve to be discussed anymore because what should have happened, similarly to my rating, people should have just ignored it. People should have just not given a shit and not cared. Like this guy is useless. He's pointless. Let him, let him decay. But instead, you know, we turned it into this epic thing and really, 
this is not that bad. The album's not that bad. But I yeah. think that VQ. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where, you know, it's easy to hate Kevin Federline because he's a white dude. Yes. For all of the purposes, he kind of seems like a white working class dude, right? Like well, he's Fresno's back not. At, Fresno, yeah, it's a little tough. Same, they voted for Trump. That's but, true. You know, but you know. at the same time, like a lot of people are viewing him as like this dude who doesn't deserve Britney because he's a backup dancer. He yeah. doesn't seem that smart. He's not educated. He has a GED. Like all that stuff came out. He left his pregnant African-American fiance yeah. for Britney Spears. Like true. There's all, it's easy to hate Kevin Federline and think like, oh, he's like a white And we definitely still hate Kevin oh, yeah. Federline. He's like, all of us sucks. He's for sure terrible. hate Kevin Federline. He left Moesha's best friend for Britney Spears. That's yeah, not right. Yeah, fuck that. But even with all that, like I would say Northern State Ooh. are three, at the, you know, young white feminists from Long Island are far more like just hurtful to society. Like they are a problem. Like they are an actual poison. Like they are bad. What they represent and what they continued with their music is way more harmful than Kevin Federline. And this, so this was one of the choices, but only like two people voted for it. And I you know what? We yeah. are overriding those motherfuckers. Yeah. We are going to review Northern State dying in stereo as the potentially the worst white rap that I've heard in quite some time. Well, yeah. we're going to be listening to, to Chuggo and Eminem in, in future episodes, so yeah. I don't know. You know, just... what? you know what I just remembered that we could also do for a future episode is uh, Paul Barman. You ever listen to his shit? No. Ooh. No, All I right. didn't. But, we'll okay. We, there's so enough actually, bad white rap for another roundup. So, this is... Northern State is the... I think this is the worst. Harmful to society. And we actually oh, have wow. another guest that we're going to ask uh, to come introduce herself um, in just a moment that... You know, another another one of our closest friends who is really good at, you know, calling out nonsense and fuckery when she sees it. And she had absolutely no idea what the hell she was getting herself into. But um, she's here anyway. God bless her. Uh, why don't you say say hello, Brittany? Hello. I'm a white woman uh, from the suburbs. I've had kale salad in the last 24 hours twice. <laughs> <laughs> mask on right before I got here. <laughs> so, this is my demographic, I guess. Uh, that's a good point. That is so true. We're picking the right, we're, we're picking the right, uh, formula here, you know? For the mass perk Beastie Boys. <laughs> Wait, what did you call them? DMB Iggy Azalea? <laughs> uh, 311 Krayshawn. <laughs> okay, so you're already getting... <laughs> My theory about these guys is that they went to karaoke one night and they crushed it at Paul Revere and never <laughs> let it go. <laughs> oh my no. god. They turned to each other in the dimly lit bathroom like, guys, what if this was our career? <laughs> That's exactly well, that I mean. is, I mean, okay, also, what yeah. uh, what a typical white origin story because it yeah. was a joke. It was a joke. They, they did it as a joke. They were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we were white girls and rap? And then they got a record. Yeah. Ad Rock just co-signs this shit later, and uh, like Tegan what? and Sarah takes them on, on tour. tour. Yeah, you're absolutely these, right. Yeah, so they got way too much credit for doing the bare minimum. Fine, it's fine. Look at my notes it's fine. compared to your notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have a lot this of very. I have a lot of the state of me. <laughs> oh my god, liberal arts college. 
college. I, I literally have yeah. so many notes here, but almost all of it is just all caps lock. Oh my God. Why? <laughs> why? Why? This is the worst music I've listened to since Broken Side, guys. I'm going to say it to you right now. Mm, and it's I. No oh, wow. I, it's wow. no, I would Farrah listen. Art for him. Hashtag. Thank Farrah you. Art for him. Okay. True. The True. best album that we've listened to on the show by far. It's Art and Pitchfork recently agreed on their uh, review of Charlie XCX's newest album. But what did? Really? Yeah, they talked about Farrah Abraham oh on God. the Charlie XCX, and they gave Charlie XCX like a nine or something, yeah. right? Oh Look, my God, she was ahead of her time. It's a good album, actually. I listen, I listen That's what we were talking about. Were people going to like copy Farrah? They did. Yeah, I said in twenty years, <laughs> I, in, all, in twenty years, all lo- music is going to sound like Farrah yep. Abraham. I, and Charlie XCX is leading the charge. Yep. Jesus, the new face oh, of pop. Maybe okay, so. So, but back to the task at hand, we have overridden the Stoppies requests and we are now on to uh, reviewing Northern State dying in stereo. had to do it this came out it's so in- bad you guys <laughs> i think also we are just in a time where like white liberals being smug need to be questioned at all times yes because that's how we got here like the white smug liberals of like that era who were like really proud of themselves because they voted yep. for gore because they fucking that is <laughs> literally a lyric, a lyric that is a lyric in this album that is a lyric they in this are album part of the reason why we are here because it's so easy to hate the kevin Federlines and not like fucking challenge the dj sprouts of the world Jesus. oh my god this came out in what 2002? 2002 so Eminem was already a thing like the Stankonia came out that year oh my god yeah this... I remember I, I saw this on MTV2 subterranean <laughs> show uh, in 2002, which this was this was back when they said stop playing music videos on MTV, so they made MTV Two, which they played all their music videos on. Nowadays, they don't play music videos on either channel except for like a couple hours a day, which they started doing music videos again. I guess they're coming back in Ooh, style. How retro! But anyway, uh, I saw this fucking video for at the party, and uh, it has burned into my brain since 2003. Oh for the, I, I just see, I, I, I never, never remember this. How awful! That was the worst. That was the worst. Thing I'd seen on Subterranean for sure. It was one of the worst songs I've so I'd even heard as in like a youth, yeah. as were a like, youth, you were like, no. Yeah. Even was, as a young white boy, as, yeah, <laughs> you know, I was only like just getting into rap, and I knew it was bad. Yeah, you know? yeah. well, I, you had a functioning brain connected well, yeah. to a, a brainstem. Like I just, I, I they were in their like early twenties when they put this out. This yeah, wasn't they, a bunch of high schoolers. No, like, they make sure to say that we're not seventeen, and we like green or like whatever the yeah, fuck they say she's like I'm 24 years old you know yeah you know, they're 24 there. I'm so, gonna be so, scrolling through the lyrics of every I know. song because there's so many lyrics honestly honestly to. for this entire podcast it might be funnier for us to just read the lyrics <laughs> to every gotta, single song these, and these. not do any no I mean like would listen and then just read the lyrics instead of doing any commentary because honestly nothing we say on this podcast is gonna be as funny as the fucking lyrics to this album this album that came out in 2002 that people thought these guys 
guys were great. This came out on what, like Columbia or like Sire Records yeah. or something was, like that. They got Columbia. And yeah. I, they, people thought that this was great. And the only critic that came out. Oh, the fucking he- true hero. Was the <laughs> Not the hero oh, we they deserve. Got, they were and I have a quote from it just to get us in the mood. And then we're going to, we have to listen I'm to gonna this. I'm going to frame the article. Oh, you have you're gonna frame the yeah. I, I have get it, it right here. Well, we can get it signed from Hesta Prin oh, up in at the fucking roost. You know what? No. Fuck Pitchfork sometimes, but God bless Pitchfork. For this oh my review. God. Okay, so I will support Pitchfork forever just for this review. Just because of this review. Okay, so this is just one part of it. You should definitely go look it up. But it's armed with the weakest flow in town, squeaky Amy Fisher accents, and a stultifying, wrong-headed sense of entitlement. Hesta Prin and pals have. Created was what must be the most heinous hip hop release since MC Scat Cat went solo. <laughs> Dying in stereo is peppered with yo's and all ites delivered in a giddy yet suspiciously ironic fashion. The falseness is soul rending. Northern states sound like suburban brats playing with ghetto Barbies. That is like boom. Part of why I love this article though is because it is so well written because it he is. is basically saying like exactly what the problem is is that they are using hip-hop they are both mocking hip-hop and yet playing this role of hip-hop which is performing a certain type of blackness and not seeing any problem with it like at all trying it on as a costume that they bought at the fucking thrift store and the fact that they got good reviews is basically end all be all is the people who reviewed these albums were white for the most part liberals who probably do not listen to hip-hop at all they probably didn't listen to hip-hop they probably have thought like oh hip-hop you know hip-hop i don't get it like what is it like i don't country and rap they just right? like use samples of other songs or like it's just so misogynistic it's just all about like a game like I just don't get it and then they heard this and they were like yes this is so good because they're feminists and they're talking yeah. about real issues and there's some they modern. voted for gore they voted for gore <laughs> and we're, so we're good it's not about even the music it's about like what they represent which is this white savior like these white women are gonna like save hip hop yeah. they're gonna it, save it that was itself. how it was presented it's like the 15 years ago version of Lil Dicky oh. or, or Macklemore <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when Matt yes. made same yes. like, why can't there Very be more hip hop like yeah. this? Like hip hop that isn't homophobic. That is white. Hip hop that is white. That's well, how we're like saying. white hip hop in that time that like wasn't terrible. Like this is when like the yeah. streets mm-hmm. came out. That's true. Like, As a white rapper, I don't know how much white rap is not terrible. <laughs> well, look, well, Eminem. Eminem. Was good then. Early Eminem. rock was happening yeah. at this time. Yeah. Um, atmosphere. You know, Delphi. I don't like him, but he's better than. I think the Northern thing is State. that like That's this album. Album is bad in two ways. This album is bad because it's just bad. Like they're yes. whack. They yeah. don't have good flow. They don't Their have lyrics, good lyrics are fucking terrible. Like they are just bad. But it's also bad because so many people fucking liked it, and it just yep. reveals how fucking racist yeah. like exactly. white music indie crowd is. Like the white yep. indie music crowd is terribly fucking racist. And then there's actually a third thing, which is you can be mediocre and white and a woman, mm-hmm. and feminists and liberals will just eat you the. Exactly. Will not like, do any fucking like Lycos.com searching <laughs> to see <laughs> to like, check the fucking receipts. Uh, yeah. We should okay, yes. we gotta we get into this album. We have to do it. We have no choice. Guys, this, this is, short is, eight this songs. is fucking dying in stereo. And we're gonna start with <laughs> I just this is so bad. I like don't even want to spoil it by playing it. It's like the anticipation. Okay. Alright, but ready? Here we go. This is a thousand words. Words. Ooh, yes. Fight. <laughs> Fucking Northern State. I'm a saint, not a sinner. I am the prize winner. Gonna 
they're you, just there's, there's, there's shit that you don't even don't, see the first time around. <laughs> Snoopy I don't know. Beagle. She was like, I don't know what else rhymes with this beagle. How am I gonna put that in? Well, Snoopy's a beagle. I just, I just imagine them sitting around eating their kale chips, like oh. smoking weed. Like that's hilarious. Snoopy yeah. is a beagle. Yep. God fucking damn it. I called this one ASL rap. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of references to their frames and figures in this one. Oh <laughs> my God. I've got brown hair and a medium build. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, a medium size. I People oh. actually said like part of why people like them was because they were like I remember I saw this review that was like what will what will hip hop do with white MCs that aren't traditionally thin and pretty and it's like huh? why do they have to do anything with them they're not talented <laughs> yeah. they're not invited they're like what the fuck you know what I mean and so you know what I mean but just because they're white and they're women and they're college educated. They deserve people's time, basically. Right. Like, why won't you listen to their music? But they're it's a humanitarian, libertarian, uh, yeah. and vegetarian. You won't listen to their music because they're not traditionally pretty. It's like, nah, bitch. I won't listen to their music because it's fucking bad. <laughs> because it is trash. Because it is trash. Guys, oh, don't blame me. I voted for Gore. I guarantee you they voted for Jill Stein. In this <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
music to be playing in 2002. Like, I know. A Beastie Boys flow over De La Soul beats sometimes. Well, yes. I feel like... That's true. They I sound like kind of De La Soul beats. Growing up on that time, though, that, that was a whole thing. Like, most white people who listen to hip-hop yeah. were, like, backpackers that were like, <laughs> oh, the old school shit was better. Like, yeah. it's all about bling now. And, <sighs> you know, like... Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, everyone who listened to hip-hop in my high school was like that. I feel like they were like... You know, anything. Even all the white people that like, you went to high school with. Common. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. Like the roots. Only white yeah. people that yeah. I went to high school with. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yep. They're it's, backpackers. This is a song that most of the song is just them screaming at each other from opposite ends of the room. Where are you at? Over here. Where are you at? Like, can somebody just answer them? <laughs> That's like, how you know they've never actually seen a hip hop performance. Yeah. They're just getting this idea of like what it is to perform. Yeah. And like, <sighs> they're trying to have that kind of casualness about it. And it's like, it where can't you can't be casual when here? you don't know what it is. Like, no. Ugh. It's horrible. Yep. There's literally yeah. so much. Like every single line in this entire album is <laughs> embarrassing. I'm like secondhand. I'm like Oz. You know, I'm, I flow. I don't drink Joe. Coming every oh, Friday yeah. night. Multi- I know the hottest place to go. <laughs> I'm lean. I'm mean. I'm clean. I'm not 17. Uh, I'm the hottest. That would have been an excuse. <laughs> I'm I the- wish you were. <laughs> Why weren't you 17? I'm the hottest girl rapper that you know you've ever seen. <laughs> Throw in that extra no. You don't even need it. But and she that's said that girl know, rapper. should not be saying that when Little Kim exists. And I, like pretty much oh. any female MC. And this was a time where there, you know what I mean? Like, mm, you know, the 90s especially, like there were so many women like in hip hop music. Like there's no excuse for yeah, them no. to not have listened to them. Right. And maybe yeah. like taken some notes. I don't know. The entire. Yeah, but this is the. This is. The you know anthem of people who have never checked their sources, have never cited their sources, have never yeah. have never looked to see if what they're doing is problematic, have never questioned anything that they. I mean, literally throughout the entire album, most of their lyrics are like, "I do what I want and I don't even care," and like it's like I know that, like it's obvious. Can I? I just found something here. Oh I'm on God. the I'm on the the rap genius for. Uh, the song <laughs> and I just happened to read Jesus. the annotation for this lyric and I just want to read you this annotation so you, we get a sense of like the people who love Northern State yes. I oh god alright the, the type of people who would go on Rap Genius and annotate their lyrics oh, wow. um, so the line is Northern State it's a new beginning gonna throw the first pitch top of the uh, first inning alright that's, that's the line works. Yep. here's the annotation here's the interpretation of it <laughs> New band, new album, and hopefully the dawn of an age where anyone can do anything, mm-hmm. like rap with the best of them, and not be discredited because she happens to be a white female rapper. Mm-hmm. Forget what you thought you knew hip-hop should be, and just listen. Oh, oh my god. That's what I'm saying. When I looked at the YouTube, like, the video, because obviously I'm not paying for this shit, when I'm, like, looking at, the, listening to the, like, videos, and I, all of the comments were like, yeah, I love these girls flow, and, like, what? it's just, ugh. Well, As a white female rapper, like, you need to mostly discount most of us all uh, like <laughs> automatically and like this does not deserve a fucking second look it's, but, just, it's just transparently racist to like to to not to be like i don't like hip-hop except for this like, like this is what you right this is what you find good about hip-hop right yeah what the fuck Ugh. it's about who they are not their actual music and that's why yeah. you don't hear northern state any 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 all those indie Critics who reviewed Northern State, I doubt that they were reading the New Yorker on a Sunday, 
like bump in Northern State. Like you know what I mean? Not, Sitting on, in their armchair. Like there's no. They were just way. saying these are white people. They went to college, therefore it's you this know is revolutionary. A, they're changing. Yeah, they're challenging what? Masa- and meanwhile, like women of color in hip hop have been challenging misogyny. Have been you know what I mean? Like there's all of these yeah. like women who are doing this music but you don't listen to their music but but northern state wrote a paper on it so they're good right. a thousand words a thousand words a thousand, a thousand word paper words. oh my god all right no, should let's we move on let's, yeah, that's true. let's, let's do true. this we it's time this is the fuck it's right at eight no oh. oh. <laughs> it's happening it's happening this is trinity we're gonna say it thrice we're not the sons of brady or the three blind mice and i miss the mist and fiercest frost amongst the monks and the upheaval All oh that's not good not be lost y'all i'm back to print i fight for good not evil this sounds like an incantation on like charmed <laughs> i think hester print is like the most guilty of just not rhyming <laughs> yeah well, no, no she, she gives up halfway through this, she, up. she keeps going into like rhymes because i feel like she thinks she doesn't have to rhyme because she's like doing like a profound like scene setting uh, uh you know symbolic storytelling uh, the upheaval Ugh. Yeah, yeah. They shouted out Wendell Berry in this song, which is the whitest thing anyone could ever do. <laughs> so I don't. He's I, an environmentalist writer. Oh my god! Yeah, we get it. You read books. We get it. Um, Nash and Young references. Yes. Well, like fifty percent of the end rhymes in this are just famous other like famous people that they're like oh. John Edward. Yeah. Oh yeah, John Edward. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, the only time John Edwards has ever been oh shouted god. out in, in a, a rap track. song. In a rap song. Oh my god. God. Guys, can we just say some lyrics here? Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Dreams of dreams of chances missed, topaz, turquoise, amethyst. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very crossroads. Um, I like the I do, I did, I'm done. That's like the, <laughs> the white girls, Vinny, Vitty, Vici. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. oh, God. I think what I think okay so when I try to think because you brought up that person annotating that and I was like yes there are people who did go to their shows they had they did have people go to their shows they opened for cake yes so when thinking that I'm like okay I think it's because this is a safe like Macklemore right it's like white people love some things about hip-hop like the brashness the arrogance the kind of like in-your-face attitude but traditional hip-hop makes them uncomfortable because oh my god like I, I feel unsafe um but with you know northern state they can go to a hip-hop show and just like northern state kind of perform this idea of hip-hop where yeah. they're like yeah yeah i'm gonna put my hands in the air i'm gonna go like this like yeah. look at me um yeah, wave I, it to the left and wave is, it to the right yeah, and wave is, it over here. This is all some night. psychological yeah. nonsense. Oh. It is bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. so fucking bad. It's so fucking it's bad. bad. Throw and, your hands in the air if you're a true believer. <laughs> Fall to the floor if you're feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't beware do of things in triplicate. Because mm. oh. you also have to think like. And then all the reverb in this fucking so like There's nothing. Water. No That's amount of reverb is gonna. Off the, uh, the, the Beastie Boys. That's the Beastie yeah. Boys thing. No amount of reverb yeah. is gonna make you sing in tune, yo. Hesta <laughs> Prin tried to do a solo career after yep. this shit, where she like Why? sings like glitchy like electro music. It's yeah. awful. It's so awful. Sorry, what were you gonna say, VQ? I no, I was this. just thinking like you know I think part of Northern Jay's problem is part of what makes me mad about them 
is that it was so easy. They could get a record deal from Columbia when there's people who are more talented. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Like, they had to have had some connections, it's right? It's them being white women. That's yeah. it. That's all it is. Because because was, they like, were a novelty. Yeah, yeah it's Let's the novelty. Let's up. Let's like, yeah. get Questlove to like work on this next album. Yeah. Oh. yeah. They don't deserve a session with Questlove. No. Yeah, a, cur- no. a curse to Ad-Rock for uh, yeah. advocating for... A curse on Ad-Rock. A curse on your house. house. A curse upon it. Should we move on to the big hit of the album? The uh, the song. the one that they were famous for, I guess. Help! Um, this is the one that's baby. been in my nightmares. <laughs> this this is, is the one that has never I never forgot about after 15 years seeing it once on subterranean. <laughs> well, and now you know it. Yeah, this is this is why, Freddie. Yeah, She literally does not go any faster throughout this entire. Weren't you the one with the literary kind of? That's the that's the fastest she gets, and you heard what that sounds like. So keep it real. I gotta break the seal. Oh, I I, I right now. It's real. She's sending faxes. Wait, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sending faxes. That's probably. I, I was like, say, oh yeah. I wrote break the seal question mark. This is like playing king playing king's cup when you get nine and have to bust a rhyme and all your friends are white. Oh my god, yes. This is that is what their whole also, thing is. Also, I definitely picked that ra- that child. like. <laughs> I de- definitely picked that part because solo sex for sure has a rhyme that's like yeah. yeah was she that rap chick? Yeah. yeah. I think I know her. It's like, uh oh. No. Uh oh. It is a day of reckoning. (laughs) I don't know, guys. You know what I think with this? I'm like, all I think of is like all the people of color and all the women of color involved in music or the arts in any way who don't publish their work or don't perform or don't do, you know, don't chase opportunities because they're like, oh no, it's not perfect or I'm not good enough. We need to have this kind of confidence. If I had, I know, I went to the party kind of confidence, I would fucking rule the world. You'd be taking it over. This is literally, I, I work with teenagers and a lot of them are youth of color and I have many times repeated the mantra to them, like, go at this with the confidence of like a mediocre white man who does not deserve it because I guarantee you that they're entering in these situations that they have absolutely no knowledge of with like so much misplaced confidence and if you just oh, yeah. and and you actually give a shit so you're already so much like better off but um yeah they sound more confident than Kevin Federline did definitely I wish Kevin Federline had this northern state confidence that's true just, that's true to just go well, in there well he only has a GED uh, he doesn't have that what does it refer to white liberal academic kind of kind of name liberal arts academic kind of name yeah he didn't give himself that kind of name if he wouldn't yeah himself. which let's guess actually let's play guess which, which liberal arts college they went to oh, Oberlin man. oh you already know <laughs> <laughs> I win I was going to I was actually gonna Same guess Overland. That Lena Dunham went to? Oh my god! Oh my, are you, are you that surprised? is so fucking perfect. This is the Lena Dunham of rap. Yes, this is, is this is, is absolutely like fucking, the Lena Dunham. Is of there rap. a yurt that they all live in, yeah. like oh the white god. feminism yurt, and they just don't exit for four years? I'm confused. <laughs> I know was it's this in the, the middle red of tent. I was know this? it's in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, but like not one person is like, "Bitch, get it together." 
<laughs> I knew a rugby player from Oberlin once. Was this their BDIC major was rap, and then this was their, <laughs> this was their final project? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a yeah, I was gonna I was gonna guess like Hampshire or something diff like that. Diff three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my diff, diff three. three is uh, I went to the Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, the beautiful. Give them a record deal. Give it to them. Um, I the video for this shit is ridiculous. It's absurd and like it's it looks like like Hester. Prin in particular. Oh my god. She looks like Carrie Brownstein playing Ooh. a character like her on Portlandia. <laughs> I'm like, metal with it. With all yeah. Um it really it's like the, the resemblance is uncanny. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am so exhausted by this white nonsense. Let's, and let's get this man's dollar going. Oh my god. Yeah. I know. Wait, I wait. Have things to say about yeah, that we, one. <laughs> This man's dollar, this yeah. Man if we want, <laughs> this is not going to help us have any deal with any less so white nonsense. But um, oh here we go. <laughs> this one, this man's dollar. We know you we don't. We obviously are you so aware. How European is a fucking English muffin? Oh Not my that. god! They do eat them in England. I, they I call them confirmed. Puppets. They just call them muffins. It's oh. just, just a regular ass muffin. <laughs> they reference Lego.com in this one. Yes. They also my favorite search engine <laughs> at the time of 2002. Actually, I feel like it was already over in 2002. Like they're, they, this must be an old rap from an older. An older rhyme book from high school that it took them they brought years back. to put this together. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <laughs> they were working on this for years, and that's where you have it. Wasn't just like oh, just you know they say like oh, we just started rapping because it was a joke. No, bitch, you tried, yeah. you tried. Let's admit it. Let's. This was this I feel was like a that's result. Their way of being like this is why like we don't take ourselves seriously. Like we're not trying to be good. This is a joke, and that also is disrespectful. Like, and that's you're treating this exactly. art form like a fucking joke. That's also the ultimate like white like phrase like oh I was just kidding or like you know or. Or just people in power phrase. Oh, it's just a joke. Don't take yeah. it so serious. We're just I'm having just fun. Messing around. Just having fun. Messing around. Like you're working with Questlove, bitch. Saying a joke. Yeah. They have the line, talk to the fist because the hand is pissed. <laughs> oh my god. No, this is also the a song. A fist is also a hand. This is <laughs> also. <Just saying. laughs> True. Talk True. This is also the song where they rhymed chocolate bad. tort and scort. Yeah. Oh. What? How? Wait, fucking privileged to can the you exact get? Lyric, but the lyric they reference being like as vicious as the NYPD. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is pretty, like, yeah. That's yeah, that's not cool. Fucked up. Not cool. Like fuck you, dude. Like are you? Don't like your... make light of police brutality. Bring, bring you fucking brutality, white like, assholes. NYPD, I like, was like, that's rough. That and but what's no? But why it's even funnier is because they say they're vicious like the NYPD, but then in vicious cycle like the next track. <laughs> Like, talk about police brutality. Like, they mentioned yeah. it as a problem. I'm yeah. like, bitch, what? Yeah, yeah but, but they made minute. it a joke and, like, a, a, like a tagline. And, or like yeah, a punchline. A punchline, uh, rather. Like, I'm yeah. going to beat you like the, NB, the NYPD. NYPD beats black people. Yeah. It's basically gonna, what she's I'm saying. I'm going to stop and frisk you like the NYPD. <laughs> like, and then yeah. it's like, police brutality is a problem. Yeah. Dude, all of my notes about this shit are just literally, like, reading the lyrics out loud. How like, about, uh, <laughs> I liked... Before I was an MC, I had another life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wasn't it like the president's Yes, I worked for the wife. president's yeah. wife. 
Yeah, what the fuck? Which I also thought, isn't that kind of, don't white feminists hate that? Like, oh my god, she's Hillary Clinton, she's not Bill Clinton's wife. Like, she's her own person. Did she really work for Hillary Clinton? She did. She worked for fucking Hillary Clinton. No. She did. Oh, you guys don't know. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. She worked for Hillary Clinton. Okay. You know what, guys? I'm going to actually read this. Yes, please. I found this thing on a website called, I think it's babelmusic.com. Okay. Don't give it hits. I. I hate them forever, just based on what they wrote here. So this is their bio for Northern State. Uh, so the New York-based rap trio Northern State are no funky divas, which I think is hella racist. Ooh. Like, what the... F- they're no funky divas? Like, what the Excuse fuck are you trying... Basically, they're not... Yeah, t- which not was a- En Vogue's album. That was not, the name of En Vogue's album, was like Funky Divas. They're not like a They're not a fuck. They're, they're, they're not black. They're not black. black. That's literally not just saying, saying they're not be, black. Yeah. These That's all it is. That's all it is. They're not black. What was said with this one? And they don't try to be pretty. Babble? Babel? Because it's B. Babel. Babel music. Uh, so Julie Hesta Print Potash, Corrine. Of course. Uh, what, is that really what she's called in this? Uh, yep. Because remember, she's Italian. She All mentions right, it a bunch Guinea of times. Guinea Love? I was like, Her I'm not going to say Guinea. <laughs> I don't want to say it. It's a slur. It. She did have to change it. Okay. Or she chose to change it. I think she chose to change it because it's a slur. Yeah. Uh, and Robin, <laughs> DJ Sprout, Good Mark. Form the hip hop into rap outfit, blah blah blah. They're college educated and slick and checking rhymes. We're going to give rap a new face in the new millennium. Uh, new face. The fuck my life. Potash, Potash, whatever the fuck, who earned a degree in theater and served on Hillary Clinton's 2000 senatorial campaign. Yo. So that's what sex is like. White feminists hate that shit, but she straight up called Hillary Clinton Bill Clinton's wife. So I just want to put that out there. She doesn't even do your game, boo boo. Take her task. First met in Good oh Park while attending half, Drag ho- her. half Hollow Hills High School in mm. Dix Hills, Long Island in the early 90s. Um, oh, you know what? Funny, they say Dix Hills. In one of the songs, yeah. but I thought they were literally saying like a hill. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> no, it's an actual place. Oh my D-I-X. god. D I X. Spuro, who studied audio engineering. Oh well. Has a degree in woman studies from Oberlin College. Yep. Different kind of woman studies than mine. Her pal Goodmark was a hippie who had an interest in the environment. Ended up with an environmental education degree and became a kindergarten teacher. Each had a fondness for Liz Fair, Queen Latifah, De La Soul, and Grand Pooba. While hanging out at a party one evening in mid 2000s, Spurrow and Goodmark thought it'd be funny if they were rappers. It'd be funny. They it'd be went so on funny. to spend six months in the po- in Potash's East Village apartment writing songs and perfecting a hella perfecting. cool New York white girl bread rap style. Can I just yeah. say, if if Kevin Federline's album was a Coke dream come true, this was a Franzia. Uh, <laughs> three, uh, this is a, the a Franzia bon- seizure this come a true. <laughs> combo come true. Yeah, this is having a seizure yeah. after drinking too much for Loco. This is like, guys, after graduating college, I just feel so lost. <laughs> yes, exactly. It would be hilarious if you all that life rappers. Is. Isn't like, that funny? funny? Isn't this cute? Okay, <laughs> also, like a other, lyrics, other lyrics in this album, I mean, in this song, it, first of all, they shout out to Lycos.com, so that was a reference to, to this oh. particular song. They also say... That they eat their curry mild. That's surprising no, no one. That's no surprising way. no one. You're Nothing. supposed to boast in what rap. What are you doing? <laughs> You're doing I it like wrong. curry mild. And yeah. then also say, here is my handle. Here is my, my spout. 
Yeah, um, check the outro on this song though. It's just them saying they must. Must be the, be greatest. the greatest. They must. Be be- they the must because they haven't yeah, bothered to I do any research. Too. I did too. Like they didn't bother to listen to anything else. They just they must they be the greatest. To boys, but I think and they, 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 and they must and, be the greatest. And they must be the greatest. And they got a record deal. But they probably think like, oh, you know, like we know we're not the greatest. <laughs> like it's supposed to be funny, and it's like it's not Ugh. funny, bitch, because you got to. No, deal. It's I don't even funny. think. I don't well, even think they were that smart about it. I, I couldn't tell if she meant it like uh, she's challenging herself, like I must be the greatest, oh. like she's training, or if she meant it like, well, I haven't heard any other rap. This I good. think that's how she meant it. <laughs> In the year that Missy Elliott drops an album, she hasn't heard any other rap that good. Yeah, that's that's the year that like uh, Work It came yeah. out, right? Yeah, Get Your Freak oh, came out. Oh my god, Duh. it's so out of step with the hip hop of that moment. It's. Let me tell you, dare I say, it might be a vicious cycle. They're woke songs. The wind howls through my head as I dream in rhymes. I keep the beat. I hear the clock tick. I burn the candle from both ends of the wick. Said I got to feel the electricity. Gonna take deep breaths and use my body. Gotta stretch beyond my capacity. Both musically and mentally. Realize, realize. You realize. didn't keep the chorus Hold where on. they say it's a vicious cycle, like over and over. over. Wait, oh, no, I have, I do Guys, have. Is it a vicious with, cycle? I have one part where they were trying to be woke. Hold on, listen. This one was a special added clip uh, that I want you to hear. I noted that. <laughs> <laughs> what what? Oh god. Oh, the most god. insipid what what. <laughs> it was all perfect. Uh, uh, can we listen to that again? Uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Controlling the world because you're controlling the well. What what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like she literally couldn't come up with a fin like uh, a way to finish that line. And she was like, nope, yep. just record it. We just were what, what? good enough. What? I think what, one what? of them was in the studio and had just like woken up from a nap and they put him in the booth and we're like, can you just say what, what real quick? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like, there's so many different parts of this album to make fun of. I mean, but like that part, it was just like clearly what, what? this like uh, yoga teacher, yeah. like fucking. The North Face pullover of a, of a statement. <laughs> of a statement. <laughs> exactly. And also the Burnley candle from both ends what of the wick. Is that, is that a euphemism that for being bi? Because these guys would definitely be bi yes. for attention, I'm sure. <laughs> I am sure. I think it's just her being like, I'm so hot, like I'm I'm burning from both sides. Uh, you know I mean? like, isn't that oh, burning the candle at both ends? That just like, means you're putting in a lot of work. Lot of yeah, work which they are she, not doing. Right. What they are she not doing. She already said, like, I just say random shit and I don't care. And I don't give a fuck. But they also say, I know a lot as one of the lyrics. Of yes. The yes. <laughs> it's so sanctimonious and smug. Well, I, guess, I guess there's that question. I think a lot of people would ask, they'd be like, what, you know, art is art. Like, why can't they just make art? Like, why does it matter? But it matters because there are like black and brown people and women who were making hip hop at this time, really good hip hop, that these indie critics did not give a shit about. Yeah, right. Or that were making music and did not get record deals, did not get right. attention. Yeah. Right. Like, because it was like, oh, whatever, that's boring. Of course, black and brown people are Iggy Azalea. Yeah. I mean, yo, yeah. this is still happening yep. today. The Macklemore problem, all of that. Macklemore. Like getting heaps of rewards and praise for music that is right. less less good than the people yeah. who are making it from the communities that made it in the first place. Like Yeah, you mentioned Jean Grey earlier. This right, is and the we same just time and we just Grey. give them yeah, fucking backpats for being like, I like I voted for Gore and I'm I like gay people. Like we give them backpats right. for the very like the lowest possible <laughs> shit. Yeah. I don't and think we saw reviewed the albums. I think that like Northern State gave them a political report card 
and they were like, check, check, check. All right, you're good. Yeah, right. I just, I just feel like by, by them existing and like, <laughs> you know, getting the attention they did, it just, it's, it's just a function of white supremacy. Like, it is. Yeah. This is the fact that we know. The Northern State opened for cake and like Tegan and Charnin, Sarah put them got on this tour. record deal. Oh my God. Uh, you know, I'm got so noticed, disgusted. had their video on Subterranean. That is all white supremacy yeah. at work. Honestly. It is. It is. Sorry to say. Well, I think we're all on the same page here. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. See, oh yo, also, don't blame me. I voted I, for Gore. We <laughs> did what we. How about those lyrics about we like checked off the box about graffiti? We went to a diversity <laughs> training. I'm culturally competent. <laughs> what? Sorry. The lyrics about graffiti. Oh wait, go ahead. About how like uh, I gotta find him. Okay. But I do, I do have one. Where I remember she called uh, graffiti the freedom scrawl. What? <laughs> no. Like, it's like, Ugh. she basically was saying something about, like, you know, they put billboards up and it's ugly, but, like, graffiti's the real art on the street. Dude, these guys maybe, like, they, they like, oh, yeah, took is, mushrooms for the first yep. time and fucking... <laughs> Listen to Incubus. And li- yes! Yo, it's, yo, who owns the wall space in the big city? The companies have billboards, but that shit ain't pretty. Uh, <laughs> governments, something, uh, these lyrics are wrong. Something scrub, scrub brush you off the wall. The voice of the people and the freedom scrawl. Oh. It's a vicious cycle. It's a, it's vicious, a vicious cycle. cycle. A vicious cycle. A vicious. What? What? <laughs> this it's bad. Shit, it's bad for you. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Let's, let's listen to Signal flow oh, there. Three Eleven so song. Up. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my They're god. Flowing. They're flowing. They're they <laughs> are so no. come original. Can, can right. I say flowing uh the one of the first times I ever smoked weed, we uh turned all the lights off and laid on the floor and listened to flowing when I was fourteen. That see but this is if you did that and then made an album yeah. about uh, what you felt deal, like, doing that records. and then immediately got a record deal. Yeah. Um <laughs> should we This is about this is about the uh the intellectual, you know, th- this is has all the value of of hanging out with me when I was high when I was fourteen. <laughs> uh, yep. If you're I wondering mean, what that was like. Yeah. Here we're gonna we're gonna hear it right now. This is uh, signal flow. You can't fade me. Pass the bean curd. Duh. Fast food nation sweeping the theaters in 2002. That's oh my god. Yeah, name dropping fast food nation. What a, what a uh, fresh hip hop trend, yo. Revelant. Fucking Christ. Is that the one where you I watched Bowling for Columbine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen to Kevin Federline. <laughs> oh, see, that would have been good. Uh, that would have been good. That's see, right. She didn't listen to Kevin Federline. No. <laughs> Kevin Federline is years later. Is we're it? still, we're, oh, we're yeah. in the middle yeah, of the breakup. JT and Britney are breaking up That's during right. as we speak. Yeah. Britney's still like 18 at this point oh, or yeah. something, right? Ugh. No, no. Crimea River is no. on the way out. No, she's older than she's that. Like she's like in her 20s. Yeah. Uh, no, All, right. No. All right, let's focus on what's really important <laughs> here, which is, <laughs> which is out, the right? fucking, this song. <laughs> I'm trying to distract myself. Uh, anything but <laughs> anything. this. Justify. This is 
it, yeah, my notes are Jesus Christ fucking <laughs> like I just I just fucking rage pounded my keyboard. Yep. Like, please don't say I or I be ever again, ever again. You know, they, it's part of the problem, too, is like because I think people would say like, oh, well, who cares? Like, you know, people have personas when they perform. Like there are a lot of people who say like, oh, well. My stage persona or my artistic persona is different than me. Totally. Mm, sure. The issue is like the performance of blackness has been a problem mm. in the United States for a long time for profit, right. and then black art's not profiting. But also because they should care. Their market is like yeah. snowflakes. Like their right. their demographic is yeah. white people who are supposed to care about shit, and they yeah. don't give a shit. Yes. Right. Like, no, they don't care at all. I think so. That's why why doubly like because the you actually dissonance. don't have to care to be able to you know perform wokeness yeah. Yeah. you don't actually have to give a shit you right. can wear every, yeah. you know you can wear you can wokeness a like a costume just like you wear fucking somebody's culture like a costume I feel like it's that thing of like I'm gonna care to the point where it doesn't affect my lifestyle yes right. <laughs> yeah dude like this whole song um, you can't fade me like this it's the equivalent of saying like nya 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 I'm gonna get a dream catcher or right. sugar skull tattoo if I want to like <laughs> you can't stop me like okay like technically we can't but god are we going also, to also the graffiti Thing, I'm like, you guys are liars. I know if someone put graffiti on your fucking brownstone, you'd be like, what's happening? I know. Yeah. God. <laughs> no, your parents your parents who pay yeah, for it would be cops. calling the cops. Yeah, yeah immediately. Yeah. I feel threatened by the tags. This this song does make come original sound like fucking right? DMX. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds like come original. I listened to the song and then I listened to 311 and I was like, wow, 311. That, is that going to be my palate cleanser now? Crush, crushing <laughs> it. Cru- yeah, 311 well, yeah, is now officially your palate cleanser. It's because they have live instruments on this. They got a couple jazz majors from Oberlin to <laughs> join them in the studio. I know, I kept, like, the beginning, the first moments of the song with, like, the building drum beat and that kind of cool yeah. bass line, like, it's almost pleasant, and then it's just, screech, <laughs> time to lecture you about not eating raw and reminding you that race is just a construct, like, <laughs> Give them a prize for taking birth control. <laughs> That's what they want. Boom. Oh, my God. Talking about the real issues. It's true. It's true. Give them a cookie. Give him a little cookie. Give him a cookie. How about all the same? Oh God! Yeah. Ooh, Speaking that's of which, a good one. yeah, we got some. Uh, we got only <laughs> only one. two more songs on this album. Well, thank you. Thank goodness. So <laughs> let's let's keep it going with all the same. All we can try to do is wait. All we can do is try to speak for the people who haven't any voices and feel for the women who haven't any choices. Maybe ask those women first if they have consented to you speaking for them. No one elected you to be the essential woman. Thanks. This is the worst draft of an Ani DeFranco song. Oh my god, it's so true. Like I they just give up rhyming like pretty much immediately yeah. even though their rhyme yeah. scheme has just been A B A B the entire yeah. fucking album. Like yeah. guys, there's a lot of like there's a lot of like I'm saying this rhyme and I'm doing this thing and <laughs> da, 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 and there's so many ands it's like, like Oh I'm yeah, they just like a college student do improv. Yeah, a lot of commas. <laughs> no. 
that is so apt. <laughs> or at least say it with like a flourish or something. At least try and sell it. It's so just lazy. This, yeah. Yeah. And this is another like stupid like faux woke folk folk oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> song because it's all like war. How could war lead to people feeling free? Box like Baghdad. Yeah. Why sometimes white liberals just want white liberals want hip hop that just sells their values back yeah. to them because they think right. rap is just people talking. They want yes. everything to be. <laughs> A throw pillow from Pier One Imports. They <laughs> yeah. want everything to be like nicely yeah. formatted. Um, like if you listen to this, you'll know what I stand for, uh, which is if you don't fight, then there's peace. Did you know that? And uh, dude, like, did you know that uh, uh, violence is not peace? Did you know <laughs> Were you aware? Because now that I said it in a really loud voice, and I'm a white woman, and you don't have a choice, and you're listening to me, and I'm getting a degree, and then I'm getting a fucking record deal. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! <laughs> That's the That's song. Pretty, That's a better song you than anything that we've You should listened. contact them and be like. I Solo Sex wants to book a show. Oh my yeah. God! Wait, they're from Northampton. Yes. Homegirls from Northampton. What if we booked a show with Hesta fucking Prin? I and Rachel like, Maddow. Don't know what. what? I oh my God! Rachel Maddow <laughs> at the Dirty True. <laughs> this Yara group. Heather, actually, if you booked a show with Hesta Prin, like. That'd be a good crowd. <laughs> Honestly, in Northampton, that like oh this shit is still God. popping in Northampton. Yeah. I'm sure. I yep. hope not, but you're right. You're right. Get Jill Stein's oh, back there, dude. This oh, yeah. this this song is called "All the Same," and literally, it's just some saying like it's all the same, and it and it is. It you're is right. It same. is all the same. Your delivery, <laughs> your colorblind racism, your self satisfaction, your smug liberal arts attitudes, your embarrassing cliche rated PG rhyme schemes. Yeah. Everything about this is entirely predictable it's and monotonous sad. but you just had to go ahead and do it anyway right you know just we just needed that level of you know we needed that art in this world you know to take Ooh. us to the next level no. <laughs> apparently oh it's so Yep. Can I say, I think I forget to mention I like that they do have like a raspy voice one like that's like the MCA of the group. Yeah, yeah well, I wrote... Oh, <laughs> I, I, my, my notes about her were, can someone get this bitch a cough, cough drop? <laughs> Jesus fucking God, she's... Well, she probably thought like... This Wait a minute. Yeah, they've she definitely <laughs> recorded it in one day. And they <laughs> were like, Where the hood at? Yeah, she was like, I like how that sounds. I'm going to imitate that one. And it's time, it's Hannah. No, it's definitely, yeah, it was definitely just making, just the Beastie Boys, because that was the only hip-hop they ever listened to before creating this yeah. album. Absolutely. They, At the Tanning Salon. They <laughs> mentioned, like, De La Soul and Queen Latifah, and I'm not hearing any of that. I'm hearing no. about Beastie Boys. I think they just wanted, because probably you and I, T.Y., never criticize white people, or we'll yeah. leave you they, not. <laughs> they probably wanted to seem like, no, we listen to hip-hop music. Yeah, they yeah. just said they look up hip hop on like, like dot com. <laughs> yeah, it was like Alex's dad yeah, when he decided right. to look up music online and found "Happy" by Pharrell Williams and then listened to it for twenty four hours and decided he didn't like music anymore. Oh what? <laughs> no, but those were definitely the CDs that their like cool aunt in the uh, in the village had. Oh my god! Uh, when they would go to visit her her little studio apartment in the village. India Aria CD. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jill Scott. Jill Scott and Jill Stein, Ooh, the Nationals. <laughs> um, yep. So, guys, we only have one more song. Uh, thank God, but it's so 
fucking funny that I literally <laughs> have multiple clips of it. So let's start oh, with yeah. uh, this one. This is Dying in Stereo. Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to say it. I did. I said this like every fucking Massachusetts white family that swears that they have Cherokee blood. Yep. Cough, Elizabeth Warren. Fucking apologize. Just get it over with. Jesus. I'm Comanche. seven-eighths white, one-eighth Comanche, and I'm very pissed off they're getting rid of Chief Wahoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eighth-eighths terrible. And I'm not offended. I'm eighth-eighths terrible. Yeah, My exactly. My great-great-grandmother was an Indian princess. Yes. Yeah, that's why I have such high cheekbones. <laughs> My thing is, do you think, even if she meant it as a joke, as sort of like, a, oh, aren't white people who say this terrible? It's like, girl, you're not in the right band to make that joke. You are hit. You are giving way too much credit to this band, VQ. Right? There's try, no way I that they were thinking about like this. Get, they they, mm, they say it so many times they say I say what I want and I don't give a shit and yeah. I say it yeah. again even louder again yeah. like that's their whole mentality they're yeah. not being thoughtful about any of this they're not There's Weird Al Yankovic Weird Al no. Yankovic no. when he did rap like it's uh, he's Weird Al Yankovic like he right. is he wrote the song and it was called White and Nerdy yeah exactly that's the joke that's the joke here's how much thought they put into their lyrics Oh my god. You're serving me capers and you're serving me papers. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling high off some poisonous vapors. Yes. I wish I had some fucking poisonous vapors right now to feel high off of because God. Yep. This is just killing brain cells without any benefit. Why aren't I this is what like fuck you parents. You told me that I have to always work hard and I shouldn't make a fool of myself. And like to do my best, you were fucking wrong. I should have been in a room making horrible music, mediocre yeah. as fuck, so that I could like try to Hip-hop. cash in on like I don't know, but I'm not white, so it wouldn't hit the same. So who's the guy that's on this uh, this track? Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. so yeah. let's let's yeah. hear the clip. That's so the... Ross Trent, uh, <laughs> here he is. This is Dying in Stereo featuring Ross Trent. This is uh, this is a clip from that because I just I, you can't you can't understand the song without hearing this part. So. Tear this! It's an original Rude Boy Maurice Pepper coming in again and we're getting live. Big respect to the Northern State. Lord have mercy, sound boy. It must be real, you're dying. What do I mean? What do I mean? Hear this, sound boy. What? So that was snow, right? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. find him how did yeah. they obtain <laughs> literally I, I looked the guy up I forget his name it's like DJ it's something stupid uh, it really doesn't matter is but he, I, I looked him up on like Discogs and he hasn't done anything other than this is, why I is he white no. is he white What's no. his, I, could, I couldn't find out I think I, he I, is he sounds like I don't want to I don't want to assume but I'm, I, I assumed he like, I don't. I don't think he's that. He's doing I, don't, and I, don't, I just. I just find it hard to believe that any black he's, people had anything to do with he's this. He's doing his best dance hall. Yeah. Like he's doing his Drake Island voice. Yes, and I don't know. I will say I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he was like, "Well, oh, these white women seem nice. Why not?" 
They yeah. probably, like, maybe they were at a club, and he was like, you know what, girls, I'll help you. You seem so sweet and nice. <laughs> this is a bad alchemistic song. I voted, <laughs> I voted for Gore, too. We all. met them in the polling line for Gore. But I don't, <laughs> he was like, what do you ladies do? I, I feel I feel bad, because like, I was assuming it was a white guy just doing a fake patois. Like, me, too. That's what it sounded like to me. I don't know. Part of me is like, that's so offensive. I'm like, would they really not even realize that? I don't think they would. I don't think they would. You, again, are giving them way too much fucking credit. I was raised that way. God. I try to see the good. Well, they were not. They <laughs> were right, not. Right. They no, were looking Google out his, for right, See if we can find anything, because I couldn't find anything name? before. His name is DJ Maurice M.O.P. Perry. DJ Maurice M.O.P. Perry. And the only things I could find from on Discogs were this and like two other northern state songs. He's it's, one of their boyfriends. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Like, what if you were to put on a voice? <laughs> There's, I see nothing. There's no pictures. He never did anything except for this. Oh my God. It, Who is yeah. this guy? He's Ross Trent. He's Ross Trent. I, he has to be. This cannot be <laughs> an individual of color. Well, I mean, I guess, you know. You know what? There's a chance. There's definitely There's a chance. chance. I don't want to give Northern State the benefit of the doubt on it. Though. No. Was this, no. okay, I can't remember. Was this record released on Columbia or was it just the second album? I think it's the second album that's it's on Columbia. It's just the second one? Okay. This came out and people were like, was it this, this is guy? awesome. No way. And oh, that can't this be. This might just be a mystery that we need to we'll hold forever. We'll constantly be trying Has to find Has anyone seen DJ? <laughs> Maurice Mop Perry. <laughs> Call in if you've seen him. I'm going to email the roost to Northampton and be like, Robin, where's Maurice? Where's where did Maurice? you bury, where did you bury the body? <laughs> oh, where's my, Maurice? Hashtag find Maurice. <laughs> oh, my God. Where's Wallace? Where's Maurice? Uh, oh. Good Lord. Oh, man. I feel exhausted from this. It yeah. is exhausting. Where is your dignity? Um, buried with Maurice. So this album was truly fucking terrible. Dare I say, in my opinion, I think it is the worst music that I've listened to since Broken Side. Um, so we have to we have to wrap this up with a rating. Okay. And we need maybe let's have Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, Brittany, for your oh, incredible uh, snark. Uh, I just I fi- it was just the, the exact right. Happy to provide um, the liberal kale eating perspective here. <laughs> were you one over? Were you like, yes, this speaks to my experience? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> They're just living their truth. Living. Just living their truth. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. They're live, laugh, loving their <laughs> truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brittany, you get to choose hmm. the quantity by which we judge this from zero to negative five. All right. So, for the Long Island girls, we're, we're going to go with tanning beds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give this the Rachel Dolezal yeah, tanning is- <laughs> tanning bed. <laughs> oh, Set mine Good to Rachel Dolezal, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Trans- you. Transracial, please. <laughs> please set mine to transracial. This album Thank you. sucks. Uh, this album's bad. It's not broken side. It's a well, negative four tanning salons for me. Oh yes, I tanning beds, please. Spicy, spicy, spicy. <laughs> Um, Farah Artbraham, Team Farah Artbraham. Yes. yes. That's that's Team Farah Artbraham be gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um VQ. I'm gonna say negative five tanning beds. Um <laughs> and a negative Damn. along with and strung over the tanning beds are a dorms Tibetan prayer flag. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's that's it. 
Oh, As the Beastie Boys now. <laughs> Free to wow. Wow. Boy. So yeah. real. It's so real. Heather, I want you to go before me. I have to think about my rating for a second. Okay, so I will say that I believe that Broken Side was like negative 6 million or something. Negative 7,000. Negative 7,000. It was something absurd. So I'm going to give this a full negative five tanning beds filled with like internal cringing and like <laughs> deep, deep remorse for my, for my whack wiggity whack white rap uh mistakes of yesteryear are you gonna quit rapping now absolutely absolutely not no i just wrote a new song about how our cats don't know that trump is president and it's fucking hilarious i feel like that was a good song it's a great song like i know how to write good songs but i didn't always yeah you are you are you're pushing a much different brand than i am i think this was my version of a political song is our cats don't understand that trump is president this is hilarious. You also know what rhythm is, and that's helpful. Mm. You it, seem to actually like music. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, Which, I do have a liberal arts degree too, so that does make me yeah. especially qualified. I feel like Northern State, listening to it, I'm like, do they like music? <laughs> do they know what music they is? Only I think know they the wanted stars. to hurt music <laughs> forever. Um, we can find out. I do want to do some investigative work. I need to go to the roost. Oh God! And I need. I want to try to book. Yeah, did a we fucking, mention that? Yeah, we did multiple you? times. Okay. okay, yeah, but I. Okay, so I feel like part of me is almost scared. What if she knows? Well, she she should know. She should should feel bad. We're not threatening her life. Like, go (laughs) do your thing. Eat your quinoa, whatever. But, like, you should never have made this music. You are all terrible. You might know Any praise that you received was completely undeserved. And you should say a curse (laughs) on Adrocess. And you should be in the permanent, perpetual. You know, you are a case study. Hip hop hall of shame. What not to do? <laughs> what never to do? <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. So yeah, that's my rating. It's it's horrible, and it's it's most. It, there's definitely like that personal connection to it that just makes the my intestines <laughs> shrivel up. So but, you know, shout out to all my friends who work at the Roost are all beautiful angels. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but great. you work for a former dark lord, and you just need to know that. <laughs> it's important for you to know. God. All right. All right. Mike Dunn. Well, on, on the Shags episode, I said, yeah, I gave them a four, a negative 4.5, and I said um, that I wanted to save the negative fives for the, the truly abhorrent albums, the, the albums that are bad in not a fun way, the albums that are bad for all the wrong reasons. And I, I'm thinking it over my head, and I'm like, this hits all those. Yes, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, a negative yeah. five. This is a negative five. This is a negative five album if I've ever heard one. Yes, uh, absolutely. It's it's really it's it's really. I feel worse for having listened to this whole thing. Uh, I, I, I I I feel like it's it's a great evil in the world. Vicariously embarrassed, like yeah, yeah. deeply really embarrassed. I'm embarrassed, not just for Northern State, but for. The entire way. For white people <laughs> white in general. Race, yeah. They're pretty embarrassing. It's true. God. It's I'm I'm so sorry this exists. I'm bummed. Shame on anyone who had anything to do with this. Yeah. yeah. A curse on Ad Rock's house. Curse on Ad Shame Rock's on everyone house. who had something to do with this. Shame on anyone who put them on your tour. 
shame on yeah, anyone who, Tegan and Sarah. Uh, who, who co-signs them. Tegan. Um, was it Sarah or Tegan? Which one? <laughs> Which one was it? Shame on Questlove. Shame on Questlove for playing in one of their later albums, too. Yeah. You know, it's what? Not, not they had just two white more people albums. are implicit in this. Oh, my God. They had two more, two more albums. I can't. I can't even. I, I can't. We have to, you know, we have said, to end this. We said, have to end this for our own sanity <laughs> and for our own Let's just leave it with this. Health. We all need to just have white woman feminist confidence not just white man confidence that's the thing white right. woman feminist confidence is also some lethal shit yeah you've had it you've had it twisted all along Heather it's the white feminists <laughs> that's what uh, dan, dan, not dan, dan. allow me to say not really have the last word on this that's <laughs> yeah, maybe not real quick VQ mm-hmm. Is there something that you want to plug that's going on with the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers? Of course! Our, uh, I think we can call it like a now traditional event. Um, our Planned Parenthood fundraiser event uh, is going to be on a uh, February 17th. 18th. 18th. Whoops. You got that's February okay. 18th. It's a Sunday. Um, it's going to be um, in Somerville at the Rockwell Theater. Uh, right down there. Um, it's basically going to be sex education done through wrestling. Yep. So it is going to be both uh, informative as well as hilarious and also with beautiful, beautiful, elegant uh, displays of violence. Yeah. All of it together, and it's for a good cause. It's for Planned Parenthood of the Gulf Coast. Um, there's going to be swag bags for those who... It, is it entering the raffle? No, if they uh, if they donate any ah, extra ad- on top additional of additional funds, yeah, they get um, they get a DVD of our Blow Halloween show. Oh, so and uh, some koozies and some pins and some stickers, and, and they get entered into a raffle. And there's going to be some vibrators and all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. So if you want a sex positive, you know, experience with sex education, I know most of us did not receive that in our high school and middle school. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> You know, everyone will learn something. I've already just in, you know, trying to like research and stuff. Like I've learned a lot as well. So yeah. come, come get educated. Come support. That's you know, again, very different from Northern State in the sense yeah. that we we, we care about things care. that we do and and produce. So uh, with that, let's uh, let's wrap this up with a with a with a good old fashioned. Um, you know, one of one of the standout lyrics of, uh, of oh, this yeah, album. Yeah. If anything so, can be taken. If from anything this. can be taken from this, if there's one, you know, final statement, it is. <laughs> don't, don't blame me because I, I voted, voted for Gore. gore. Ah! See you next time, Stoffies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.